0: I love it when you read to me. Books can take us around the world. They can take us to the intimate spaces of human experiences. And they can help us grow through their words. Stay tuned for People of the Book with Janice Liebowitz.
1: Hi, this is Janice Liebowitz, And you are my people of the book. I hope you have been staying safe, taking care of each other like I tell you to every week, wearing your masks and reading your books. And this morning my guest is Eileen Bessemer from Pan Macmillan Publishers, and she is going to give us a little wrap-up of the year, what the highlights were in the book world at Pan Macmillan this year, and she's going to let us know what she recommends or what the team there recommends as great holiday reads, and she's also going to give us a little peek into the beginning of next year and what we can look forward to seeing on our shelves from Pan Macmillan. Eileen, good morning. Great to have you.
2: Hi, Janice. Thanks so much for having me. I'm, I'm, I am always excited to talk about books.
1: <laughs> and I'm always excited to have you as a guest on my show and to talk about books, which is always great. You know, we could always carry on for hours and hours. Unfortunately, we <laughs> don't have hours and hours. And also if you are listening, keep an ear out, pay close attention because there are going to be Giveaways—we all love giveaways, especially at this time of year, holiday season. And yes, so pay attention and have our SMS number handy: three four five one nine. Or you can reach us on Telegram on zero six one eight nine five one zero one nine. Aileen, without further ado, what do you recommend as great holiday reading?
2: Um, so Janice, I've been going through books and this is the hardest thing to do is actually cut down the huge pile of books I have in front of me of like, oh but this was amazing and that was amazing. Um but I have two two books that I think really will appeal to your readers and are both just wonderful reads. Um one is fiction and one is non fiction, so everybody has a chance. Um so the fiction book is Eli's Promise. It's by Ronald Belson and I'm sure everybody will recognize the name because he wrote uh, Once We Were Brothers and Um Sophie, oh gosh,
1: Finding Sophie? I yes, Finding Sophie oh, and excellent. he also Saving wrote The Trust. Trust. Saving Sophie and he also wrote The Trust which was and also was an
2: awesome. excellent book. Yes. Um, so this is another wonderful read in uh, Bolson's really just beautiful language, um, amazing place setting, uh, historical fiction. And it follows, um, Eli Rosen and he is a Polish Jew in 1939 and he has a business and then <laughs> 1939, um, the business is taken over, uh, that's Eric, I think is the, I'm not sure how to pronounce it. But what happens then is that the man who takes it over says that he will keep Eli and his family safe if Eli runs the business. And things unfold and things go wrong and they become displaced and they're in the American um the American part of Germany after the war, and Eli's wife gets lost and he's trying to find her and he's traveling with his son and they go to America and then it goes to Chicago. And it kind of woven throughout the story is the promise he made to keep his family safe and how 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 that unfolds and then will he find his wife. It is it's, it's just great reading. It's totally immersive. Um, and, and that you care so much about the characters.
0: I,
1: I
2: have to so agree with you.
1: And Ronald, um, Balsam never, never disappoints, I find. Um, and this book, as you say, is completely immersive. You, you just want to keep reading and find out what happens. We're going to take a short break now and then we're going to get
0: back into more books. I love it when- this is People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz.
1: Um, I'm back. I'm with my guest, Eileen Bessemer from Pan Macmillan Publishers, and she is letting us know what Pan Macmillan recommends as great holiday reading. Later on in the show, there will be giveaways. Pay attention. Have the SMS number handy, 34519, or Telegram 0618951019. And Eileen, before the break, you told us about Eli's Promise from Ronald Bolson. And I agree it's a fabulous read, but you'll need more because you're going to get through that one quite quickly. So what's next?
2: Well, once you have read that, and I mean, really, Janice is right. You won't be able to put it down. Um, the nonfiction read that I think is top of the pile is called The Happiest Man on Earth. Uh, the Beautiful Life of an Auschwitz Survivor by a man called Eddie Yaku. And, um, this book has been published as Eddie turns a hundred this year, and really, it's about how he survived and the choices he's made to find love in the world um and to to embrace kindness and um compassion and it is so touching. it is such a beautiful story. He was in the concentration camps for seven years. He then moved to Australia after after the war. Um, He was married for more than 60 years. And he talks about making the decision to smile every day and to to honor the stories of the people who were lost, but also to do that by living his life. Um, And if you want a little taste of the book, there is a wonderful TEDx talk. um, I was just going to
1: say, is this the man who gave that TED talk? That is just so beautiful
2: it is and and this is just such an uplifting life affirming story to to read after i mean I don't think anyone would say twenty twenty was a you know a wonderful year, but um what? this is something that's just about survival and hope, and it is. Really, really lovely. And, and what I love about the book is it's got, it's got a picture section and there are just some beautiful photos of Eddie and his family and, um, kind of the next generation are included and then some photos of him, um, before the world, the war started in, in the 1930s. So it's, it's just, it's, a, it's a lovely book. It's so touching and it's also a lovely gift. If you're looking for, um, something that, uh, just something that I think almost anybody would love to read this. Oh, that sounds
1: so. fabulous. And if you send me the link, Eileen, to that, that TEDx talk that we mentioned, um, I will put that on the people of the book Facebook page so people can go and take a look. It's very inspirational and moving. And it's just really a beautiful, beautiful speech to, to listen to. TED talks are always inspiring, but this one in particular is very special.
2: And, and he, he, I just, I thought, can you imagine meeting this man? He just seems like the most wonderful person. Um, so that, I think, is a brilliant read. Um, and then, as I said, I think that's a great gift. But another wonderful gift that we have that's just come out is called Journey. And it's a journal um, that uh, has been worked around Paulo um, Coelho. And it, it kind of it has space for you to write your own thoughts. It has Quotes from, um, his books and his, his writing. And it's just a really beautiful package. I don't know. I'll send Janice, um, links to all of these. So you can see them. But this is just a beautiful hardback book. And it, it's just, I think what we've all been doing a lot this year, or I know a lot of our team has been talking about is how much reflection we have time to have. And this is, is a wonderful, Space to put down your thoughts. It's got great prompts, um, so I think that's a that's a lovely gift as well.
1: Um, and I have seen that. I've seen that in the stores, and it is it's beautiful. It's one of those books that you are drawn to, and you just want to pick it up and page through it. It's a, it's a stunning book. It's gorgeous. Um, I, I'm not I'm never sure how to pronounce his name. Paulo Coelho um, is <laughs> is extremely <laughs> inspirational and popular. I know he doesn't appeal to everybody, but um, he's he's quite uplifting and he's always got a really amazing message that he gives over in his books. So the great news is, if you've been paying attention, we have one copy of Eli's Promise, one copy of The Happiest Man on Earth, and one copy of Paulo Coelho's journey journal um, to give away. So... Get onto your SMS line, 34519 or Telegram 0618951019 and let me know which of the three books we've just spoken about and the three books I've just mentioned you would love to win. Don't forget to include your full name and an email address and you could be a lucky winner this morning. Nothing more exciting than a giveaway, is there, (laughs) Eileen?
2: Just think of it as, you know, the, the, the gifting season coming early. Yes, (laughs) I mean, uh, you know. You have to keep a present for yourself.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, and you know what? There's, there's always, there's never a better gift than a book. That's what I say. So. Exactly. Anytime,
2: actually. Not only. Yes,
1: anytime. Exactly.
2: Not only. Um. so those are our, Giveaway books, and then let me tell you about a little bit more about other uh, wonderful things that I've read this year. I mean, the big one that I suppose everyone's probably heard about is the new Booker winner, Shaggy Bain, and i i was I was loath to pick this up, I have to say, because it's set in nineteen in the nineteen eighties in Glasgow, and that in 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 incredible poverty and. Um, the story is about a young boy and his mother who's an alcoholic. Um, so it's not, um, it's not lightweight reading, but I think that this is a book that everybody should read. It is absolutely beautiful. The writing is magnificent and the characters are so alive. I think that Chiggy will stay with me maybe for the rest of my life. um, the, the, you know, sometimes you read a book where you you just can't you can't imagine your life before you read it. And I think this is one of those books. And so I
1: agree with, with with your the way you felt about it because I have seen the accolades being being hauled on mm-hmm. this book and I'm seeing it everywhere. I'm hearing about it everywhere. And I keep looking at it and looking at the description and thinking no, I just this is just not for me. I can't read this. So um, it's interesting that you've said that because now I will definitely make the effort to to get this book and read it. So we're going to take a quick break. Remember, I've just been told that our Telegram line is actually down, but you can always reach us via SMS on three four five one nine. You can send us a tweet or you can send us a Facebook message, and email is also working too. So you can reach me on email if you'd like to on books at chai.co.za. So um, get, get those fingers tapping on that keyboard and you could win a copy of either Eli's Promise, The Happiest Man on Earth, or Paulo Coelho's Journey Journal. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back.
0: I love it. This is People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. And
1: I'm back with my guest. And I'm chatting this morning to Eileen Bessemer from Pan Macmillan Publishers. She's letting us know what they recommend is great holiday reading. And she's also going to let us know what's coming up from Pan Macmillan in the new year and what we can look out for on our shelves. Don't forget, we have giveaways. Um, You can let us know which one you would like to win either Eli's Promise, The Happiest Man on Earth, or Paolo Coelho's Journey Journal. And you can SMS this on 34519. Don't forget to include full details, your full name, your email address, and your phone number. If you don't include that, then we don't know who you are. And if you do win a prize, we aren't going to be able to get it to you because we don't have your details. So, right, back to Eileen, and we're going to get stuck in now on more book recommendations.
2: Fantastic. Uh, Janice, so what I'm going to talk about first is fiction, because I think we have had some fabulous fiction this year, and I don't know, I am... Personally, I found it quite hard to read nonfiction this year. I really wanted to disappear into a story. So I have read a lot of fiction this year um, And because I think that a book is a brilliant way to just step outside of the very... Lose <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: what's happening. Yes. I fully agree with you.
2: And so first of all, we've got two great local fiction titles that have just come out um, this month and last month. Oh, no way. We're in December uh, the, over the last two months. Um, and the first of that, those is a family affair by Sue Nyati. And now I'm going to do a little punt for Janice. Janice interviewed Sue last week. You should definitely listen to the podcast. It was a brilliant oh, interview you. and I really enjoyed it. So <laughs> I, I, so I, I, and I have to just add, I
1: have to just add that Sue told me afterwards, after we'd had that chat, Sue let me know that she actually attended a Jewish school in Bulawayo when she was growing up, and she once played Vashti in the school play, which was fascinating. <laughs> uh, I was I was quite blown away by that. So I wish she would have told me earlier. And I could have mentioned it last <laughs> week, and we could have chatted about that very briefly. Although obviously we were chatting about her book, which I loved, and I'm recommending to everybody.
2: So um. Very briefly, because you should go and listen to the interview. But very briefly, it is the story of a family in Bulawayo in uh, 2008, uh, or oh, starting around 2008, and it's three sisters who uh, and 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 their parents, and it's just a great family saga. There's intrigue, there's affairs, there's uh, love, there's Reconciliation—it—it it just covers the full gamut of the human experience, I think, and it's—it's um, it's, again just brilliant escapism.
1: Um, I, I love the book, and as—I as, mean—I've been raving about it to everybody, and it's called "The um, A Family Affair" by Sue and Yati. If you—we didn't—I don't think we mentioned it even. Um, uh, there you are, "A Family Affair" by Sue and Yati, and it really is—it's fabulous.
2: So I love that. And then I also loved our other local fiction that's come out now for the holiday season, and that is called Critical But Stable. And it's by the wonderful Angela McCormick. And um, Angela, I mean, this is a classic Angela novel. It's full of uh, twists and turns, and it, it's like juicy gossip with your best friend. It's just a fun read. Um, it's about three couples who are all presenting this kind of
0: glamorous perfect
2: life and actually what's going on behind the high walls is a lot less glamorous and a lot more, um and
1: and what it and what it takes and what it's, it takes to present that facade of glamour and glitz and and wealth and it's a fabulous book and um yeah i have to agree it's it's really a great great holiday read
2: yeah, just something again, uh, exciting. It's a little bit like how the other half live and, um, it, it it's, it's, it's very funny. It's got kind of those moments in your relationship or marriage that you might recognize where you kill each other. and um, and also where you come back together and you're in love. So I think that that's a really fun holiday read and, uh, after uh, Shiggy Bane, you might need a little break. Yes, a
1: little <laughs> life relief. And, um, yeah, Angela McColl will definitely deliver that with Critical but Stable. Uh,
2: and then in international fiction, I, I, I mean, we've got a few of the big fixes, so I'll just run through those very quickly. There's a new Jeffrey Archer. It is classic Archer. It is unputdownable. It is full of twists and turns and it, it just leaves you breathless and hanging on. You really want to know what's going to happen next. It's, but he does tie up all the strings, but he leaves you ready to read the next one. And um, what is it, is what called, is it called? It's called Hidden in Plain Sight. It is the second book about Detective William Warwick. And, um, but you can read it as a standalone and, um, if anybody did read the first one, it's, oh. the first one is called Nothing Ventured. Um, and uh, so uh, it's following on the detective's uh, career. Um And he's, he's investigating a drug squad. It's, he's in London. It's again, just, uh, you know, what's amazing about fiction is you can be in an entirely different world and, and, Jeffrey Archer just does that so well. Um, he does. He so
1: always also that, always delivers.
2: And another completely different world is The Evening and the Morning by Ken Follett. Um, and this is the prequel to The Pillars of the Earth, which I think is one of those, those kind of classic stories, which is about building a cathedral. So this is before that, and it is... Um, a, 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 it follows Vikings and England in, in, in the, the centuries before. So it's sort of the dark ages. Um, I have not read this book, so I can't claim, uh, personally to have loved it, but everyone I know in the team who's read it has said it is absolutely brilliant. And um, it's full of research, which is one of, uh, Ken Follett's kind of the claims to fame is every book has so much Amazing detail, um, about the, the lives of these people centuries ago. And this has, um, he, he spent a lot of time with the and tapestry because that's oh, wow. one of the yes. records of human life in that time. and um, so that's just, a, a, again, a whole different world to, to disappear into.
1: And that's, that's, um, something you need to set aside time for because The size of it is quite daunting. It's an extremely thick book. I I haven't even looked to see how many pages there are, but there are a lot. And, um, but I know that people, (laughs) value for money, absolutely. But I know that people, I also haven't read it, but I do know that people who um, are fans of Ken Follett's um, Pillars of Earth series have really, really loved this book. So for those of you who have read though that series and have enjoyed it, then this is definitely one for you. I just want to add, get onto your SMS line. Keep the SMSs coming because you can win a book of your choice. Let us know which one you'd love to win, either Eli's Promise, The Happiest Man on Earth, or Paolo Coelho's Journey Journal, and you can SMS us on 34519. Unfortunately, our Telegram line is down but keep the SMSs coming. What's next, Darlene?
2: So I'm going to talk very briefly, because Janice, I, I ramble on about books all the time. I find Don't get you very all. <laughs> um, there are two smaller books that are books that I loved. I just adored this year. Um, the first one is called Summer Water. It's by Sarah Moss. It's a little slim novel. There is not one spare word in the book, and it is is fantastic. Um, She was uh, long-listed for the book last year, for her book, uh, The Ghost Wall, if anyone's read that. But Summer Water was one of those books that I just was breathless. And I gave it to my mum, and she phoned me at sort of half past 12 at night and said, I I have to talk about this book now. Um, Which, you know, you know that it's a great book then. And um, what it is, is... A family is staying around a lake in Scotland on their summer holidays. It's Scotland, so it is pouring with rain all the time. And (laughs) each of the very short chapters goes into the mind of a different person staying around this lake. And so the story unfolds through different people's viewpoints. And there's a building tension because one of the, one of the the, the, little chalets is occupied by Romanians. And so there's this real growing tension as people's, um, opinions on Brexit start to come to the fore. And, and but they're also just very funny little moments. So there's, there's a teenage boy who's really sick of his sister. And um, there's a mother who wants to go running, but can't get out because her husband won't get out of bed. It's, it's so human, it's so brilliant. So that actually is, I think, my novel of the year. I, I, I think it was just an amazing read. Um, okay, and then, then Summer the Water other, by Sarah Moss. By Sarah Moss. And the other one, uh, that's, you know, kind of a big brand author, um, is is called the pull of the stars and it's by emma Donahue. i am halfway through so janice if you read it please no spoilers i haven't and read it. it i haven't read it so this was another one where i was like oh do i want to pick it up because it is set during the great the great flu which was um the pandemic in in 1918 the uh the the, the, the i think it's called the spanish flu um it's in Ireland it's in a maternity ward. There are three women who have the flu, and the story is told in the first person uh, from the nurse who is looking after these women and It is again just completely different, completely a whole world that you want to st- that you can step inside and and a weirdly familiar world because they're talking about. Uh, all the anxieties of the disease, and um, because it's just before the First World War, there, there's, or during the First World War. What am I talking about? There's the all the political uncertainty. It's it's amazing writing, and it's by Emma Donoghue, who is famous for Room. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, and and I, I mean, she just is a, a world class storyteller, and it's it's an amazing read it was very hard for me to come to work today because I just wanted to finish this book so um that's another one just that I've loved myself um so now I'm going to talk a little bit about non-fiction because the South African market loves its non-fiction yes it Obviously, uh, uh, someone who I think everybody will recognize is Mandy Wiener. And, um, Mandy's book, The Whistleblowers came out this year. It is the human stories behind the, the, you know, we've all, I, I think people are almost sick of hearing about corruption, but this is not, this is not the, the kind of the journalist telling us the story of what's, what's gone wrong. This is, the actual people and their lives and and how they've made these often the decisions you know completely will ruin them financially will mean that they can't get employed again it's it's a very big step to take to blow the whistle and so this is mandy's uh you know completely just gripping writing but telling these incredible human stories behind all of the news headlines. Um, And so that I think is a brilliant read for anyone who's interested in South Africa and kind of how we've managed to hear about these things. I I would recommend that.
1: And I think the interesting Um, thing about that is that um, when we look at the way whistleblowers are treated in South Africa, and um, whereas they should be lauded, really, I mean, they should have, you know, they should get respect. They should be admired for coming forward. It's quite the opposite here usually, and yeah. I think Man- Mandy has um, has shown how these people have managed to. Literally, they've had to put their lives back together because they are torn apart. Their families are ripped apart by it. It destroys them because mm-hmm. they've purely done the right thing. And it's quite disheartening, I suppose, that, that, um, when we hear how these people are dealt with and by, by doing that right thing and by coming forward and, 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 you know, speaking about corruption and showing it up for what it is. And mm-hmm. they're actually rejected and they, they are basically cast out.
0: Yeah.
2: Very and much. And I so.
1: think, I think Mandy in her book, I think we, we really have to, have to thank her for, for yeah. putting a human face on it.
2: It's that. And it's also that, you know, it, it gives these people space. It, they are heroes and, uh, and, um, it's a collection of essays, um, that's come from France and it, it's just, it's fascinating. It's, it's, that kind of big name, um, philosophers and, and social scientists and, um, so, I mean, one of my absolute favorites, uh, oh no, the architecture of happiness. of anxiety. Ah, I've forgotten the name, but he's brilliant. And this book just, it has all these wonderful writers talking about, you know, why, why why do the stupidest people not think they're stupid? Um, you know, <laughs> why, why do know. some people <laughs> believe nonsense? You know, is the media making us, and, you know, social media especially, is it making us stupider? And it's just, it's a great book to pick up, um, and, uh, just, you know, read one or two essays. It's, it's very funny because it's, you know, looking at, you know, how do we battle idiocy? Um, Oh, the name that I was can, looking for. And can was, we? And, and I mean, really? Yes. You know. Exactly. Just give us the
1: tools, we'll do it.
2: Um. so I, I mean, the, the, the subtitle is, uh, stupidity explained by some of the world's smartest people. And it's, it's just a, a fun, um sort of popular science read.
1: Um, okay, and right. then We need to take that, a uh, break now, Eileen. i so uh, sorry to interrupt you, but we're going to take a break, and then the book chat is going to continue.
0: I love it when you read to me. This is People of the Book with Janice Liebowitz.
1: I am back having a delightful discussion on what is recommended by Pan Macmillan Publishers for your holiday reads. And Eileen Bessemer from Pan Macmillan is now going to let us know what's coming up next year, the beginning of next year, what you can look out for on the shelves. And while you're listening, keep the SMSs coming, 34519. And let me know which book would you like to win, Eli's Promise, The Happiest Man on Earth, or Paolo Coelho's Journey Journal. Um, And, of course, when you SMS me, please remember to include your email address, and your full name so that we know if you win a prize, we know who you are. Right, Eileen, what are we looking out for from Pan Macmillan Publishers at the start of 2021?
2: So the very first book that's coming that I am excited for is called Stress Proof, and that's by Ooh, Richard Sutton. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think he, that's what
1: one of us... very well like <laughs>
2: Yeah, I know he's on the, on the station, um, from time to time. So your yes. listeners will probably recognize the name. Um, and Richard, Richard's first book was, uh, Stress Code, which is very much about practical steps that people can take as individuals to manage their stress levels. Um, and this, this new book is for leaders and how you can manage an organization or Even a family and help other people deal with their stress, so that together you can have kind of a a, an environment that is much more productive because you're just dealing with stress in a in a more effective way. Um, So I think that's that's going to be really great because I think everybody is quite burnt out at the end of this year, and there's been. Oh so much learning, I think the you know all the technological drives and uh, our stress levels are kind of at a peak the pandemic um so uh, this is just again Richard's very practical, very insightful uh, well researched and detailed explanations of how to deal with stress, so I think that's going to be brilliant and I think and, why
1: we would need that also is because. For some reason people seem to think that at midnight, um on December the thirty first, a magical switch is going to be flipped and everything is going to be okay again. And yeah. um I'm, I'm I'm just here to tell you, sorry to, to put a damper on everything, that's not going to happen. Sorry. Um Sad yeah, but I, true. I really I apologize. Sad but true. But but people genuinely do seem to think they're like, oh, 2020 was yeah. awful, we want to see the back of it. Um 2021 is coming, and when you wake up on the 1st of January, it's just basically the next day, and it's going to be what you decide to make it. And if you need help, then Stress Proof from Richard Sutton is probably a great book to look out for in the new year.
2: Yeah, and that should be in the stores right from the beginning of January. So, yeah, and I think Janice is exactly right. Like, we all still have to deal with these things that. This year, yes. um, and, and, <laughs> we've got some wonderful uh, historical fiction coming from Pam Macmillan UK. And um, the in in January, a new Kate Moss is coming. And her previous one was *The Burning Chambers*, which is um, set between France and uh, French Hook, and it it's just a, these brilliant. Um, Uh, stories and this is the story of the Huguenots and it kind of it follows um around the world so the book two is coming in January it's called the City of Tears it goes between France and Amsterdam in the um in, in in the 1500s and it's just brilliant historical fiction um and then in February a book that I um passionate about is coming it's by Kristen Hannah and you might have read the Nightingale oh yes, one Blame. of my favourites she is just such a, a brilliant writer of of I think women's stories I think that really is her 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 I don't know, her amazing skill. And um, so this book is called The Four Winds and it takes place in the Great Depression in the US, so in the 1930s. And it's the story of a, a woman trying to look after her family in unbelievably difficult times. Uh, she's in the dust bowl, so it's the, the kind of, there's a drought, there is, so it's these global um g- global issues but also the, the minutiae of day to day life within a family and those difficulties. This if you have enjoyed Kristen and Hannah's other books, I mean this year we had Wild, which was such a great read. I think the oh, forward is magnificent. It is a book. I just think anyone who picks it up is gonna love it. I think anyone who enjoys historical fiction. Let me not just be but I think that's that's brilliant. Um and then the last fiction one coming in February is actually YA but because it's been such a global phenomenon, I gotta talk about that. Um and it is by Angie Thomas who is famous for The Hate You Give, which is the story of a black teenager living in the U.S., uh, who witnesses someone killed by a policeman, um, uh, when he, he, well, I mean, who obviously didn't deserve it. And um, so this is a, a a prequel to the hate you give. It's called Concrete Rose. And I think, um, it's just a fascinating read that's kind of so timeless, uh, with the Black Lives Matter movement, um, and Angie Thomas has been such an activist for own voices, for stories that uh, we all need to hear. So I think that's some amazing fiction.
1: That's very exciting because I can tell you my teenage daughter loved um, The Hate You Give. Well, in as much as you can love um, a story like that, <laughs> so she she raced through that book. She she thought it was fabulous. And and there's actually also a movie. Um yes. a yes. movie based on the book, The Hate You Give, um which which stands for thug, which is what they actually emphasise quite a lot, I believe. Um that thug life. And I know it's extremely popular and I, I know my as I say, my daughter loved it. She's going to be extremely excited to hear that the, the prequel to that is coming out. So that is definitely one to look forward to as you say.
2: Um and then some more non-fiction that's coming from our local side. Uh we have a book called Like Water Is to Fish, the power of story in our lives. And that is by Garth Jaffet. He he was the cre- part of founding Heartlines and Soul City, um which really used story to help people uh understand the 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 AIDS pandemic and so what the book is about is how storytelling is how humans create the lives that we live that we we understand the world around us through story Um, and Garth has done interviews with famous uh, storytellers he uh, and this it's just It talks about the magic of story, and I think for anyone who loves reading, that's that's such a a a big part of it. So I think that that
1: sounds Um, lovely. That really sounds good. We're going to take a break. This hour has really run away from us. We're going to take another quick break, and then after that, we're going to try and fit in another couple of books, and we're going to wrap up.
0: This is People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz.
1: I am back with my guest, Eileen Bessemer from Pan Macmillan Publishers, and she is letting us know what we can look out for, what is exciting that's going to be on our shelves from Pan Macmillan in the upcoming new year. So, yes, I know everyone's keen to get 2020 behind them. Um, I'm I'm sorry to say that, that the 1st of January is not going to dawn as a completely different and back to normal reality. But Eileen is giving us a a great little positive look into what we can look forward to in the book world, at least. So Eileen, what else have you got for us coming up in 2021?
2: So another uh, local book that I've got coming is called Rattling the Cage and it's reflections on democratic South Africa. So where are we after 25 years of, of, of freedom? What kind of, what has happened? Where are we now? It's very wide ranging. It covers oh, everything from Fees Must Fall to, uh, BEE to veganism. Um, it's by an author called Brent Mearsman, who is a, uh, just an absolutely prolific writer. He's written fiction. He's written a memoir. He's written his histories. Um, and really what the book is, is just very eloquent and Well written essays that kind of just help us examine some of those, you know, firmly held beliefs that we have as South Africans and just look at them from a different angle and decide, you know, is this actually, is this actually right? Or, 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 you know, is there a new way to think about it? So I I think that's going to be a really interesting read for anyone living in this interesting country that we do live in. And, and South
1: Africans so, do love books like this. I mean, I, I personally, I, I it's not my cup of tea, but I know that that books of this this kind of genre and this ilk are extremely popular.
2: Yeah, and I think you know, I think people do get to a point where you you don't want to think about it. But as the new year starts, it it it's good to take stock sometimes of uh, where we're up to. So that is great fun. Um another one that is forthcoming very soon now is called Humans and it's by Brandon Stanton who's famous for Humans of New York.
1: This um, is, I mean, I, mean I, I don't know if you follow um, Humans of New York on, on Facebook, but I do. And those stories are the highlight of my day. I absolutely mm-hmm. love reading them. It's, it's, it's just, it really, it makes my day. They are so touching and moving and, and these people are come and these are everyday normal people. He's not trying to glamorize it. He's not trying to, you know, throw some sparkle at it. It is what it is. And he, I think it's sort of,
2: he's actually a photographer, isn't he? He is. And the book is illustrated with these incredible portraits of, as, as Jana says, they're just, humans i, I mean and, and that's the title of the book it's just it's so it's so amazing to see all around the world that there are stories that we can recognize that you know um we're all muddling along the same way and, um, and there are some from, from South Africa. So that, that would be great to
1: see. I know. I can't wait for this one. I, I really cannot wait for this one. I, you know, he, he puts it on the page like all the time, you know, so I'm yeah. like, well, when is this going to come here? So I'm really, really looking forward to that one. That's humans. Sorry. I do forget his name, yes. which is uh,
2: Brandon.
1: That's Brandon.
2: And that should be in stores, I think, end of December, beginning of Jan. So watch out for that one because they are just wonderful stories. Um, And then something that I think a lot of South African fiction readers might be quite excited for, the new Lucinda Riley is coming next year. We are all can't wait in this office. There is basically a a second-by-second countdown. Um, when is
1: it coming? Because yeah, because um, not only excitement in your office, I can tell you. I'm <laughs> um, and, so and one book bay. behind. I haven't I haven't read the last one yet. So in May, in May. Okay, we have confirmation.
2: Confirmation. So that's coming in In May. And we are all we can't wait. So. I think that's a piece of good news that twenty twenty one will definitely be better than twenty twenty because there is a new salvation. It's just just
1: really it's already redeemed itself. Eileen, we are going to have to wrap up with that. uh, I think think we've ended on a fabulous note.
2: Yes. I think that's the best for last. Uh, well thank you Janice, it's been wonderful, you know, I can rattle on all day, but it's been it's so lovely to talk to you. I know, it's been great
1: to have you. I just have to ask you, what is the name of this last book? Is it The Missing Sister?
2: It is The Missing Sister.
1: Okay. So.
2: Sister number
1: seven. Sister number seven, who as far as we know doesn't exist, but <gasps> wait for the book coming in May. <laughs> Um
2: but our sisters don't know, so that's so, gonna
1: be Yes, exactly. We cannot wait. 2021 is looking up already. Eileen, it has been lovely to have you as a guest. Always fabulous to sit and chat about books. And I think everyone's got a great list of holiday reads, what they can look out for now, what they can look out for in January. Thank you so, so much. If you Thank are you so looking- much for having me. It's a pleasure. It has been an absolute pleasure. If you are listening, take care of each other, wear your mask and read a book.